Hi, this is Pete McCall. Welcome to this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. I'm not sure how many of you ever listen to classic rock. If you do, you're aware that sometimes the DJ will go, we are going to the back of the rack for this next selection. And that is exactly what is happening with this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. I don't know about you, but sometimes life gets in the way. You get busy on projects. You get busy doing various things. I am posting this uh, towards the end of February in 2020. And in the past few weeks, I've been working on a series of workouts. Those are almost done, folks. I'm going to be ready to start uh, releasing and selling workouts through the podcast. Uh, They should be ready by the end of March, early April. I'm going to have a dumbbell workout. I'm going to have a functional core training workout and a dumbbell, dumbbell strength workout. I said that. A functional core training workout and a kettlebell workout available. Each workout program is 12 weeks long and includes a variety of information, a ton of information that you can use to achieve your best level of fitness. And the best part is the workouts are designed not only help you move better, look better, feel better, but also from what the science suggests, they can also help slow down the aging process. That's what I've been working on. In addition, I've also made a little side trip to Dubai, the Middle East. For a client I work with, we had a meeting there, and they were gracious enough to invite me along. I had a little trip with that at coaching rugby. A couple other things going on. So I have not been, I have not done the best job of scheduling guests. That said, I do have a couple interviews I'm working on, a couple of really big interviews I am super excited about. But for this episode, I decided to go back in my hard drive. I'm not going to the back of the rack. I am going back to the depths of my hard drive. And I pulled up this interview I actually did in the fall of 2017. I did this interview a few years ago with a gentleman by the name of Gunnar Peterson. Some of you may recognize that name. Gunnar has been a well-known personal trainer based out of a little town called Los Angeles, California. He works with a high variety of high profile, well, he works with a large variety of high profile clients. I said that in the wrong order. Gunnar works with a large variety of high profile clients. He was already well known for getting a number of celebrities and, and actors and personalities prepared for their roles. But for the last couple of years, you may not know this, Gunnar's been working as a head of conditioning, as a head of strength and endurance for the Los Angeles Lakers. And what I wanted to do with this episode is, number one, Gunnar has a couple new products out. He has a new workout program out. I'm going to have links below, links below in the show notes. And I've been wanting to get Gunnar back on the show to schedule a follow-up interview. But given the fact that he's kind of in the middle of a few things, coaching uh, coaching an NBA team and doing a few things of his own, I decided to feature him by, by replaying this interview. And when I was listening to it, it holds up really well. And that's what I try to do with a lot of interviews on the podcast is I don't want the interviews to be a specific date. I don't want you to listen and have me talk to somebody we're promoting an event happening in a certain year. Because when it comes to health and fitness, here's the deal, folks. There really is not much new under the sun. Here's what we know. You need to work with high intensity. In fact, I was just doing reading some of the research today. I, I, I signed for a new book. That's one of the other things I've been working on. I'm going to have a new book coming out uh, from Human Kinetics later this year or early in 2021. So I've been a little bit down in the weeds working, getting that started. When you look at exercise, we know a few of the principles are the same. We need to use high-intensity training. We need to challenge the body to work harder. But we also need recovery. We need to allow downtime. And that's a couple of cool things you're going to hear about on this episode with Gunnar Peterson, is Gunnar talks about how he helps his high-profile clients prepare for their roles, about why strength training is important, about the proper application of high-intensity interval training. And, and if you listen to this podcast with any regularity, these are constant themes, right? You hear me talk to researchers. You hear me talk to strength coaches. You hear me talk to people who are writing certifications. 
You know, you hear a constant theme. What I'm trying to bring you on all about fitness are people who really know what they're doing. I'm not just going with the latest flash in the pan. You know, yes, Gunner is a high-profile personality, and yes, Gunner has been called a quote-unquote celebrity personal trainer. And you'll hear this is one of the reasons why I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mr. Peterson. You know, the first time I bumped into him, the first time I met him was a number of years ago. Back in 2011, we were both attending the, the Perform Better Summit in Los Angeles. I was there this last year, and, and actually, I'm going to link below that in the show notes. This past year, I did an interview, did interviews with a bunch of the people speaking at the Perform Better Summit. And at that summit, I bumped into Gunner, and I'd never met him before. And I, you know, I was working for the American Council on Exercise at the time, and he was a, already a well-known trainer. And I introduced myself to him just because I thought it was cool. Gunner wasn't at this at this conference to sell anything. He wasn't there to promote anything. He wasn't being paid an appearance fee. Gunner was simply there to learn. You know, and here he is, you know, this was a number of years ago, high profile trainer already, but he was at a conference, had his name badge on just like everybody else and was just there to learn, pay attention and, and learn how to apply a few things, new things for his clients. So that said, I'm going to get right into this, get right into the interview and you'll hear me. I pick up right up on this and the sound quality, just so you know, I recorded this. Yeah, I recorded this on the cell phone in my minivan is one of those things where you know, I was texting back and forth with him trying to set up a time to interview and he said, hey, I'm available now. So I you know, hit the call. I, I hit the record feature on my phone. I have a recording app. I hit the dial button and got Gunner ready to rock and roll. So recorded live from the front seat of my Honda minivan back in the fall of 2017 it is a true honor and pleasure to have this conversation. Not only is he well-known for being a celebrity personal trainer, but he's just a phenomenal guy and really knows how to apply the science of exercise extremely well. Mr. Gunnar Peterson. Since you work with a very high-profile clientele, how exercise helps them maintain their youthful energy and appearance? Uh, I think it's more specific than that. I think it's consistent exercise. And I don't think every workout has to be, you know, fire and brimstone, uh, personal records, um, you know, how much did you do, how long did you go, how fast did you do it in. I think it can be, um, you know, obviously it's good to push yourself and challenge for sure, but it's more about uh, a little bit all the time is, is way more important and, and lends to a way more um, youthful overall existence than a ton every other Saturday. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot like parenting. The more consistent time with your kids, whether it's 10, 15, 20 minutes a day is so much better than, uh, you know, every Saturday giving them a two hour lecture in the car. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, this is Pete McCall of All About Fitness talking with Gunnar Peterson. Um, Gunnar, how long, how long have you been in fitness? How long have you been working as a personal trainer and as a coach? I've been working as a personal trainer for 28 years now. Wow, and, then, so, and have you been in, have you been in Hollywood in LA the whole time? Uh, yeah, I have. I moved out here uh, 30 years ago, and uh, I got into it full time 28 years ago, and I got certified after that. Uh, you know, I started like a lot of people start, just sort of fell into it, and then uh, realized, wow, this is awesome. This is I could I could do some good here. I could have a life here. I could make a living here. Um, people are, are, are into this, I, you know, watching people, I was a fat kid. So when I realized what I could do, how I could control or, or uh, change my own body, which altered self-confidence, which altered how I uh, approached people in, in work and, you know, in dating and whatever it was, then uh, all through fitness, 
And I thought if I could get other people to, to catch the buzz, then that's a great thing. Well, let me ask you about that because you work with a very high-profile um, clientele who, who make a lot of money off their appearance. I mean, that, that's different than, 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 than people who are just exercising to stay in shape. But what do you think is more important from exercise, the benefit of exercise? Is it the self-confidence you just mentioned, or is it that just extrinsic appearance? Well, it's funny you said that. I think a lot of them would would balk at your saying that they make a lot of money off their appearance, and they would say it's their talent. And I, I actually had that discussion with an actress years ago. I was pushing her on a glute-specific movement, and she was bitching about it the whole time. And I said, hey, you're the one that wants to be an actor. And she looked at me, and she said, my acting has nothing to do with my ass. And I said try letting it go for a couple of years and watch the roles you read for. And I wasn't trying to be a smart ass, but you know, let, let's be honest here. You're, you're a total package. It's your looks. It's your, it's your ability to deliver the lines, you know, it's your craft. It's how you present yourself. But if you're not in shape, especially nowadays as an actress or an actor, male or female, you are going to be reading for different roles. They expect guys now to come in, in great shape, every role, all those guys, all those, you know, leading man roles. And for women, uh, you just don't see a lot of them out of shape. It just doesn't, it's not, that's not in style nowadays. So I think to, to go back to your question, I didn't mean to digress, but, uh, for me, the confidence just kicks in overall. It wins the day every single time. And what they get from having that confidence is something that they can't get uh, from, you know, a lot of other things. You can be great at a certain sport or great at a certain activity, but when you feel like you're commanding your body and you're in control of how you move, that's pretty powerful stuff. And do you see that change as you, like, because one of the things I've read about you, you know, just seeing your name in the media over the years, I've always, I've always um, you know, when I see your workouts and stuff, I know you know what you're doing because sometimes you see people that, that claim to be, quote, celebrity trainers and I always kind of question or I, I'll kind of look at their workouts going I'm not sure about that or I don't know if I would do that with a client right but every time I, I every time I see a, a little program that you might use with a client or something in a magazine uh, I'm always I think you have a very forward-thinking um, approach to exercise do you think that kind of out-of-the-box approach to exercise helps your clients with that confidence to move within um, what they call it their instrument I think I think they know that uh, we're not doing anything risky here. They think, I think they understand that, uh, I'm a student of the game. I bring in uh, new toys, uh, new tools, new protocols. I go to a lot of continuing education seminars. I read, um, I look at stuff that's uh, out there uh, in the trend world. Um, and I evaluate it and I incorporate it and I poach from all of those and I put those together in a, in a, in an overall protocol that uh, would ultimately hopefully benefit them. And they know that I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, when functional training kicked in and everybody started to run with that somewhere along the line, it lost its true meaning and it became uh, how to find a person balanced holding unevenly weighted objects in either hand. And, to me, that's not what functional training is. What is the function we're going for? What are we looking to do? What is the person trying to do? So I want to put in something that makes them better, something that makes them uh, ultimately get to the goals that they're trying to get to. 
um, but also something that's that's fun and, and they're able to execute. If it's not fun over time, they're going to go away. So you can have them crank out 10,000 squats, you know, a thousand sit-ups every workout if you're that kind of trainer. But at the end of the day, you're going to probably create an imbalance. Uh, they're going to tire of those workouts and they're not going to come anymore. And now, do you have anything that you're loving right now? Like any, any kind of new products or new things that you've picked up that are kind of like that you're having a lot of fun with that your clients are really getting a kick out of? Uh, I have a couple of tools that I use uh, if you go through the functional component. Obviously, I have a number of different treadmills, different brands in my gym. I have the uh, Stairmaster Hit Mill X now in the gym. It allows you to do farmer's walks or walking lunges because it has plate-loaded arms attached to it. Um, we've been using it for the last few days in the gym. And it's, and people see, they're like, how did, first of all, how did you fit another piece of equipment in your gym, Gunnar? <laughs> Second of all, how did you find this thing? Why haven't I seen it somewhere else? And, and you know, I look at it and, and, and I'm always trying to bring them new stuff, not just for the sake of newness, but if it's something where I can do one. In fact, I had a client this morning on it and he said, this replaces that other manual treadmill you have. And I said, hey, hey, pump your brakes. There are different animals. There's room for everything. And he goes, all right, but if I had to choose one, I'd choose this. And I said, well, lucky for you, you don't have to choose. Uh, <laughs> another thing I, I use going back to the functional, um, we've been getting a lot of use out of the TerraCore, which is like um, an oval-shaped, uh, un unstable training surface, sort of like a BOSU, but in an oval shape. So it's easy. It's different to do. Uh, different kind of push-ups on it, different kind of steps on it, different kind of crunches on it. I use it a ton with the Lakers. Um, even if we're doing a standing plyometric movements onto it or off of it, it creates great work for them from an ankle stability standpoint, which you can't stress enough in basketball training. And that's awesome to hear. Now, I was going to ask that question. How did you end up? Because, again, you're known for, you know, helping make a, a high-profile clientele look good for, for their work. How'd you end up working with the Lakers and, and how long have you been doing that? Well, I've been, uh, I've been working with NBA guys. I was kind of the guy outside the bubble. Um, I be, I was hired by guys for the last 20 years in the off season. I had anywhere from, you know, uh, five to 20 different guys from different teams around the league because so many of them are out in the LA area in the off season. And, uh, I got a call when the when the new regime took over at the Lakers. I got a call to to come down and meet, and I did. And I and at first I suggested maybe a consulting position because I do bring something different. Uh, just you know, circle back to I do go to different seminars and different trade shows that sometimes NBA strength and conditioning coaches don't have the opportunity to go to because of their schedule. Um, so I'm so, sort of a different set of eyes and ears and, and I threw that out and they said, uh, we'd like you to be the director. So, um, you know, I consulted with the boss, meaning the wife and kids and they all said, yeah, it was a great move. So I took it. I didn't have to give up all my clients. I just had to reshuffle my schedule and, you know, wake up a little earlier, go to bed a little later, but it, it's all, it all works out. And the Lakers are a great place to be right now. It's, um, it's interesting. It's Lakers 2.0 and they're, taking a different approach and they have, um, they, you know, they moved into a new facility. So physically there's a, a difference. It's just, uh, it's a great time to be there. I'm excited. That's awesome. And now one thing I was like asking, uh, asking people on the, on the show is exercise is only one component of, of what we do. What are your go-to recovery strategies? I mean, how do you, how do you, how important is recovery um, for your clients or who you work with and what type of recovery strategies do you suggest? recovery is huge and it's the 
it's one of the biggest spaces in the health and wellness market right now. I have a, a number of friends in the military who who put so much into recovery and, and they study it. And we were actually talking about it a couple of weeks ago. And they said that the sensory deprivation tanks are probably the most efficient. There's the, there's the fact that you're soaking in the salt water. There's, um, there are a lot of recuperative components to that. Then there's cryogenic chambers. Uh, obviously if you don't have access to those, that's tough. Um, there's massage, there's um, foam rolling, there's uh, just basic sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? It's one thing that I know I short myself on, but I'm very aware of it. So uh, I make the changes to, to try to get as much as I can. And sometimes it's tough. I mean, I have kids, dogs, clients, a job. It's, you know, it, it's where do you prioritize it? But I know I perform better. Uh, mental acuity is improved when I recover better. And so now, and with your, with your tight schedule and stuff, what what's your favorite like kind of what's your quick when you don't have much time but you want to get a quick workout what's your go-to like what have you been doing lately for that um i do a lot of interval stuff so i'll I'll do an upper body movement multi-joint a lower body movement multi-joint a core move and then a cardio interval and the interval could be it could be jump rope it could be pushing a sled it could be the hit mill it could be um working on a heavy bag, whatever it is, just to bump the heart rate for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 120 seconds, and then right back into the other movement. And I just put the little, you know, it's circuit in layman's terms, but it's more thought out than, than something that's just thrown up against the wall. And I try to try to do it as many times as I can in whatever time I have left. And, and isn't that the secret to high intensity training gunners? It's not, how much you do, but the fact that when you do it, you work at a really hard intensity, so you don't actually need to go that long. Is that true? That is your hall pass for training less less uh, often and for less duration. You know, what is high intensity? You'd be surprised at how hard you can push yourself, and that's why I think when I'm in the gym on my own, about half of this done in twice the amount of time with you it seems like we just go and go but, but i feel good during it and i said well that just tells me we could do, do even more um you know how you don't want to you know you don't want to gas yourself out in in 15 minutes but you should you could certainly be there are a lot of breaks in your workouts i know even myself i i look at i look at the phone i look at the tv or whatever but if, if you cut all that noise out you can get a lot more done than you're probably doing now for most people yeah, and finally, uh, and I appreciate your time. The one thing that uh, – two things, you know, the first time I saw you um, was at the Perform Better show, and, and I think it was 2011. So, I, I, you know, and that really struck me. I thought that was really awesome that, you know, someone with kind of your stature and your experience, and I love hearing the fact you still make your continuing education a key component of your business. And the other thing that was you're one of the few trainers I've seen, Gunner, who was interviewed by Business Week. I, I do, you know, I do a little investing, and I read Business yep. Week on the side, and, and I really thought that was a cool thing. How'd that come about? I mean, as you're, you're kind of created your own brand, but were you surprised to be interviewed by Business Week? How'd that come about? I think that was the first time my dad ever saw me in the press, too, which was where he's like, hey, hey, I saw you in this magazine. I said, Dad, what are you reading? He goes, it was Business Week. I go, all right, makes sense. Uh, yeah, he doesn't quite get the whole fitness game for me, but uh, I, I don't know. They out or they want to they want to put something together they see that you've done something over the years and then they see that you've had um outside 
adventures in fitness that, that look maybe lucrative to them, that, that look like they could have been lucrative to me. So they, and then they see you keep going and they, they piece together. There's longevity. And they go, what are you doing? How are you, how are you doing this? This is an industry where as a rule, you know, and I say this in, in presentations to trainers, if you're getting into this business because you want to get rich quick, you're as dumb as most people think trainers are. You, <laughs> this is not the business for that. I mean, no, there true. are select few who, there are a select few who've made, you know, big money, real big money, retirement money. Um, and even those people worked very hard at it. You know, you're talking about Jane Fonda, Jake Steinfeld, Bob Green, Richard Simmons. There, there's just, you know, so there, there, Jillian Michaels. There's just not a ton. If you look at those and then you look at how many are actually in the trenches on a day-to-day, percentage-wise, it's very small. Um but if you keep going, you also have to decide how much do you love it? How much do you want it? You know, how are you willing to get up early? That's a big, that's a big, this is an industry that works early. You know, it's uh delivery people, pastry chefs, trainers. We're up at different times and bartenders, maitre d's and security people. It's just, you have to decide which end of the clock you want to work on. And some people, they don't like that. The thought of that morning time, they just don't might not, not be the industry morning. for them. That early morning can be tough. Do you have any like online programs? Is there a way that people can get like can? can I, I, work don't, out? I don't. Don't don't tell business. Like, I'm not a great businessman. I don't have those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't yet. Uh, we talk about it. You know, we talk about doing a line of this, an online thing here, there. I've done challenges. I've done. Um, I've done books. I've done infomercials. There, there's more. There's definitely more to be done. I just don't ever want to dilute the quality. I have a big. Um, fear of of selling out so i'm i'm cautious maybe too cautious for my own good i don't know i i try to go with stuff that feels right i don't try to align myself with a product that i that i don't or wouldn't use so um if i do something online it has to be something that i can monitor it can't be cookie cutter it can't be something that uh i don't have a a real a true hand and i don't want to just be the face of something when i did an online challenge before i wrote every single workout when i did a thing for the military called military wellness initiative uh, i wrote every one of those workouts i answered all their questions i just think you have to for me i just think i have to um be 100 percent engaged in it or else it's going to come across as uh phony and and i don't want to be that there are enough of those out there and and I think that I mean I just that that I already had a high level of respect for you, Gunnar, but I just think that that elevated even more because there are people that have attained what you've attained and and they would easily sell out just to make a few extra bucks. And the fact that you put the quality of your programming and the quality of your information first, I think, is very commendable. Well, I really oh, appreciate your you. time. You're extremely busy, man. And and any final thoughts on how exercise can be used to kind of help slow down the aging process? And what do you think is more important? the actual exercise or trying to add an extra half hour to thir- to 60 minutes of sleep per day? Uh, it depends where you are on that sleep <laughs> continuum. Are you, know, are you closer to the goal or farther from the goal? Where, where are you falling off? If you're always looking to shore up your weaknesses, you're going to come out just fine. If you're only playing to your strengths and ignoring your weaknesses, you're going to end up with a problem somewhere down the line. So uh, for me, it's, it's, I, I'm, my workouts are locked in. I get up very early. I'm in the gym. I was in the gym at 4:20 this morning. I, I, no one's taking those away from me. So the thing I can really work on is when do I close my eyes at night? And I'm in control of that, so um, I take responsibility for it. So if 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 your workouts are locked in, then focus on your sleep. If you know you're getting your sleep, then now focus on trying to 
fit those workouts in your day. It comes down to priority. It comes down to prioritizing. I had to copy paste the dictionary definition of prioritize to a client's manager once because he said, you don't understand. This is a priority for her. And I said, clearly it's not. Look where you're scheduling me. You're calling me Tuesday to get this week's workouts in. And he got a little pissy with me. So I copy pasted the definition of priority, which said to put above and ahead of all other things. And I sent it to him and I said, read this and get back to me. And he, I think it might, you know, I think he was a little upset. But over time now, this girl is four to five days a week with us and they schedule on the weekend. They lock it in. So it's a priority. You have to make it a priority or it's going to escape you for sure. All right. Well, Gunnar Peterson, I really appreciate your time. Uh, and thank you thank very you. much. I look forward to talking to you again soon. I appreciate it. I love what you do. Keep cranking. As I said, you know, that, that interview stands up. I mean, that was recorded back in 2017, and it really is true. I mean, again, research after research, evidence after, you know, the more evidence we collect suggests the same. If you want to change your body, you have to work at a high intensity. If you want to change your muscles, you have to lift heavy, you have to lift heavy weights. And if you really want to make changes to your body, you have to understand how to apply recovery. If you want to learn all that stuff and learn how to train like a celebrity on your own, Pick up a copy of Smarter Workouts, The Science of Exercise Made Simple. That's my first book by Human Kinetics. There'll be a link below in the show notes. That's Smarter Workouts, Smarter Workouts, The Science of Exercise Made Simple by Human Kinetics. I go over all the science of fitness, the science of exercise, everything that guys like Gunnar and I know how to apply for our clients, you can learn how to apply for your own exercise programs. In addition, check below, you'll see a few things. Gunner has uh, created a few products. He's created a few things that work for him, work for his clients, work for the athletes that he works with, with the Los Angeles Lakers. And it really, you know, I wanted to bring you this content. I wanted to replay the interview because it stands up. And if you're a new listener, it's all about fitness. Thank you. Welcome. There are a few of you who have uh, given, given me some awesome suggestions for shows that I'm working on right now. As I mentioned, I've been a little bit preoccupied getting some content developed, uh, signing a new book deal and a few other things. And I really, I, I have not had the time to book guests. So I wanted to run this episode, wanted to get it up, wanted to get it out in your ears so you can pick up some more information. If you want to reach out to me, do it, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. That's Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. Check out the new YouTube channel, All About Fitness Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, you'll find a lot of great workouts. I think I put 30 workouts up there already. So if you're looking for exercise ideas, if you're looking for core training, strength training, total body conditioning, whatever it is, mobility, recovery, you'll find it on the All About Fitness Podcast YouTube channel. Again, link below in the show notes. As always, thanks for stopping by, and I look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness. <laughs>